Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Your brief time in Earl has already revealed so much. The populace, including the Earl Earls, seem taken with the new mask fashion and the Exaltation Festival. The winners of the festival get bragging rights and some exclusive access to the Earls. The foggy smoke permeating the city is elven water emanating from the central column. While it will prevent changelings from shapeshifting, it's also slowly healing everyone in the city. Finally. A group calling themselves the Antidians has plans to disable all of the magic coming from the central column. After earning their trust, their leader, Antidius, explained that the followers would be able to draw the magic out with various implants, transplants. The magic behind these inky black body parts is not fully understood, but it doesn't appear to be related to the looming tomb at first glance. Although Antidius offered these to you, Everyone declined. However, you all did accept tarnished silver rings set with inky black stones. These rings don't contain the same level of magic, but they do mark you as members of the Antidians. Antidius plans to make his move in the next couple days, so you will need to act quickly. Deprogramming the Earl Earls and allowing them to return to their changeling forms will not be simple. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of Earls. Helping them individually would be a time-consuming affair and would likely draw the ire of the EDU, the new special guard force in Earl. Finding a way to help all of them at once would be ideal. Darwin came up with an inspired plan. Kidnap and revert one Earl, then hook them up to the sinking device that allows all of the Earls to share knowledge and experiences each night. It's the sort of bold, high-risk plan that Reistos can truly appreciate. Between the Antidians seeking to drain the central column, the covert changeling strike force searching for their kin, and your party attempting to kidnap an Earl and infiltrate the greenhouse, the city of Earl stands at the brink of untold change. As you venture further into the city, what do you want to do next? Uh... 
we need to find a place where we can stage all of this shit from. Okay. Yeah. That's the one thing I have in my notes from last time. Like, where do we take this person? Mm-hmm. It, it would be nice to know where you're going after you kidnap someone, rather than figuring it out along the way. You can do either, but there's wisdom in the former. So what are you looking for? Is going back to the restricted areas? Is this one of the regular areas of the city that you're just going to like rent a room and hope that the innkeeper doesn't really care? Uh, um, really, any option. Like, Don't let me limit you. I mean, we're not still so far out from the withering that we can't maybe find a house that has been abandoned or doesn't have anybody living in it. Mm-hmm. That's would be my suggestion. Yeah, probably be convenient. Huh, huh. Finding someone's house. Sounds good. Smart. Okay, okay. Um, sorry, I'm looking for the map of Earl. Ah, here we go. Okay, okay. So you want to find just hopefully an empty home. Mm-hmm. All right. There are 18 levels of the city that obviously not going to have private homes on all of those levels. Mm-hmm. Really, you've got five that are really dedicated to housing. And when you were here before, you know, top to bottom was poorest to richest. 17, way up there, was like the really poor non-elves because, yes, Earl Earl was slash is a bit of a jerk. 15 is where the poor elves were. 9 is the middle class. 7 is the upper class. And 5 is the nobility and upper class. So, like, really high-end homes. And there may be housing on some of the other levels where the shops and things are, but that's usually for shopkeepers and guild members and things like that. People who are more directly connected to those businesses and purposes. And of course, there are inns and hotels on those levels as well. Are there any areas that are or were like largely where people like maybe orcs lived or something where like there was the orc community or something where there might be a place where we could have a higher percentage of empty homes because people who suffered and died from the withering were likely there. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. hmm. I mean, I don't see why there couldn't have been. Earl was a big city. I know we've only focused on a few very little places here in between, but we're talking about a city that is, you know, 18 floors tall, huge column. If you want to look for an orc community, that probably would have been in the middle class section. And there probably would have been one in the in the lower class section as well. But That's where we want to stage. Yeah. You want to stage in the high class section. Lower class section is where people are going to be more likely to ignore someone dragging a body. Truth. But also remember, the lower class you go, the higher up in the city you go, the farther you will be from the greenhouse where you will need to take this reverted earl this changeling back down to. Uh, yeah, but if they've been rewarded and are then helping us because they've been told that they were brainwashed, mm-hmm. that won't be a problem. Uh-huh. Assuming it goes well, though. I don't, I don't have any fear that that's not going to succeed. I think that's just a matter of time. The challenging part is kidnapping one. For sure. Kidnapping is going to be a big one. All right, all right, all right. So if we want to head all the way up to like the 17th level, 
where the really poor non-elf communities were. Yeah, I, I think you could find an orc, like a whole district, but like a community. And it's going to be sad because there's going to be probably still bodies up. But uh, let's, do you want to go find one of those places now? Unless someone else has got a desire not to or a reason not to. No. Nope. Okay, okay. Let me... Okay. Before you head up, are you taking any of your party members with you? Right now, it's just Ristos. But if you want to go grab other folks, not a problem. No. Uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they can go do their own thing. I don't want... Pentagon's not going to want to get them involved in a kidnapping. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, me, mm-hmm. me neither. A royal kidnapping, even. Okay, okay. Let's head up there, then. Let's go up to the 17th level. So the 17th level is traditionally where the lower class, the really poor and non-elf folks have lived. When Earl was running the city, he still is in a way, but when Earl Earl running the city was sticking with a little bit of that elf exceptionalism and allowing there to be a difference between the lower class elves and the lower class non-elves. This is the level right below animal storage. Like all of your horses and all everybody else's horses and any, you know, pigs, goats, chickens, anything that's being transported through here or people who are keeping animals for longer periods of time and they don't need them in their residences or whatever would be up on the 18th level and you're right below that, which means there's a pretty healthy animal smell here on this level. The houses themselves are not that bad. They're in disrepair, sure, but we're not talking people have made, you know, straw and stick houses. You know, they're still stone houses for the most part, but where they've been damaged, they've been repaired uh, in not the best ways. You know, people throwing tarps over broken walls, buckets to catch. Mm, that's not rainwater, mm. but things that roll off the roof. There's condensation, of course, but there is also, you know, you're living underneath a farm. So, yeah, the magic from the central column is still here. Of course, there is still that same smoky fog, that foggy smoke, which has been healing you the entire time you've been here. I think at this point, anybody who was hurt when you first entered the city is now back up to full health. Nice. I'm pretty sure the first time I mentioned it, it was like one hit point a minute. So yeah, you've definitely been here long enough to fully heal. So it's in one sense, yeah, it's nice. It would be very easy just to sit around and heal up. On the other hand, it's doing terrible things to the changelings. Yeah. The people up here largely... Poor humans. There certainly were orcs up here. Some of these humans that you're seeing may have been half-orcs before. There's some goblins who are still recovering, of course. There's some halflings here. And yeah, those are who you're really seeing upon first entering. Folks are dressed in clothes that probably should have been washed a couple weeks ago. The smell here is definitely musky, earthy, animal-y. You see smoke from fires, uh, cooking fires. You see smoke from cooking fires. Nothing's really actively on fire burning. There's no danger here from that. And there's just the sound of community, I guess is what you would say. People tend to keep their goods, 
their belongings either in their homes or on their person. There's not too much that's just left out and about just because what they do have, they need. And to lose it would probably be a pretty big hardship for them. But on the opposite side of that, this doesn't strike you as a dangerous place. People aren't watching you to pick your pockets. This is a place where, yeah, these people don't have much. And they're living in the poorest section of the city. But it is more of a we-need-to-help-each-other type situation. But finding an orc community up here won't take too long. And this is one of those things where, yeah, it's just a matter of time. How quickly do you find this? And really, I guess my only question would be, is everybody sticking together to find this area of the community? Or are you going to split up and try to find it on your own? Um, what does everyone else think? I'd be inclined to stick together. Uh-huh. I would say strategically sticking together makes us stick out like a sore thumb, though. Okay. I mean, especially looking at the three of us, the four of us, because even if we've ditched everybody else, we've still got Cyril. What if we split up simply the two of you and then Cyril and I? That is at least a little less conspicuous. I could be okay with that. Yeah, I'm with the healer, so that's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are definitely... Sorry. The three of you are definitely more well-off than any of the people who are living here. Your clothing, your armor, your weapons, your drake companion are all things that people up here probably don't have. Ooh, who wants to take Ristos with them? Don't all jump at once. <laughs> I think for safety, Finnegan should take Ristos. Oh, fuck no. You realize that if Ristos and I are going to walk around just the two of us, we're going to get into an argument, right? Yeah, but otherwise you're... He's also not here to babysit me. I'm the only one who doesn't have a god involved in my life. You know, that's a very good point, Finnegan. He is not here to babysit you. If Ristos is given his own choice, he will stick with Arnis and Darfin. Just worried about Finnegan out there by himself with Cyril. I was too. I was tempted to have Ristos go with Finn, but I... mm, That's just too good a logic there from Chris. So unless you... Unless Darvin or Arnis tells Ristos no, or Finnegan says, please, Ristos, accompany me. That ain't happening. He's going to go with the two divines. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. (laughs) All right, cool. In which case, we just need to find out who finds this area first. So Finnegan and Cyril break off in one direction. Darvin and Arnis, you break off in another. We need to look for the orc community. What are you using? Or sorry, what skills are you using? What are you looking for? Or are you talking to people? Or how are you going to locate this area of this level? Because we're going to have to roll some dice. Let's see. If you'll allow this, I want to use my knowledge of history to try and see if I can remember, like, historically the types of structures and buildings that orcs build for themselves and see if I can't locate that sort of building. Hmm. I would say yes, but with disadvantage because that is still a perception thing. Um, but is it really that hard to see a building? No, like it's not. Like, this isn't an orc city. This is an elf city. Yeah. So any modifications that orcs would have been done wouldn't have been to the whole buildings. It would have been like things over doorways and carvings into posts. And, you know, maybe there's something that they put at the entrance to their 
community, but it's not like, oh, everything here is built in an orc fashion. Because it's not like you're walking into Chinatown in San Francisco where it's like, oh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I think disadvantage might be too strong here. Let me, let me, let me, let me, um, hmm. Finnegan, what we could do is that weird thing that we're allowed to do as skills. And that would be to make an intelligence perception check where you're using your knowledge of orc design and like orc iconography, but in a perception fashion, which means you'd be adding your intelligence bonus to perception rather than wisdom. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay. Are you proficient in perception? No. Okay. So we know how Finnegan's going to do it. Darwin and Arnis, what is your method for locating this part of town? I think I just want to use like, I don't know, it sounds the same as Finn's, but I was thinking just straight up perception. Like I know what, I've been around orc architecture. I know what it looks like. I want to look for it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a better idea. Okay. Well, perception would have been my default. If you didn't have anything clever up your sleeves. I really don't. Nothing clever. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm also aware that Finnegan has a better intelligence than a wisdom, so using that history knowledge is to his benefit. Whereas I don't think that's the case with either Darwin or Aranus. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I could see I could see the argument being made for looking for religious stuff as opposed to historical structural things. But all right. Not looking at your character sheets at the moment, I don't know what the math actually works out. But if we're not too worried about that, just going out looking. Well then, let's have folks roll. Finnegan, you're by yourself, so you're the only one rolling this. Cyril is there, but Cyril does not know orcish architecture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cyril's just following you around. So go ahead and roll, everybody. Okay. Finnegan, what do you got? Eleven. Mm-hmm. Darwin and Arnis. Also eleven. <laughs> I once again have the high roll. But mine is only a 12. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a good thing this is a low stakes endeavor right now. You're just looking for the orc community. Like you're not even looking for an empty home. Just the orc area. Well, this is something that I can say for everybody with these roles. You're wandering around and it is taking time. You are going through the the human and the goblin and the halfling sections. It's not all distinct sections. Like there are groups of humans, there are groups of halflings, there are groups of goblins, but you haven't come across like human town. You know, sometimes people just live in whichever house they got to first and that's fine. But what you can all notice while you're out looking around is a lot of people are taking notice of you as well. You know, like, Hey, these are strangers. We don't know what they're doing here. They're not talking to us. They're just looking around. Are they casing the place? Are they looking for a place to stay? So this isn't exactly a low-profile situation. Finnegan, I think you and Cyril do end up walking through a more goblin-heavy section of this, uh, of this community. It is somewhat goblin town. There might be some religious iconography out. Not sure if you recognize it or not cooking more traditional goblin meals and things like that. 
or wearing more traditional goblin clothing. Darvin and Arnis, you find yourself wandering through a more halfling-type community. You do see some familiar Liana stuff. Nothing really stands out. And with a 12, Arnis and Darvin are going to find the orc area first. It takes a while. You're wandering around for a good hour. Yup. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone will see you. They'll give you a little head nod or a wave. Kind of in a friendly fashion. But eventually, you do come across the orc area, the orc community, such as it was. It's not really anything that gives it away right away, especially not with a roll of 11 or 12. Now, it takes you a few minutes before you even realize where you are, because there are some people here and there. There are some halflings, there are some humans here, but not a lot. The spirits here in this part of town, sorry, the spirits here in this part of the level, a little bit lower. But you do see some orcish signs, like signs in orcish. Do either of you speak orcish or know orcish? I do. Um, no. Okay. Arnis, some of these are simply like family names in front of a house, like home of the Garrulises, but not Garrulis because that's Cynthia. She's not from here, but things of that nature. There are some that are like a sign that says like travelers welcome. A sign that says, my home is open to friends. Keep out, of course. You know, not everybody's super friendly. Some people don't want people on their property. A sign that says, biscuits every weekend. Someone who just made food in their own home, and they let people come by and get some biscuits. But yeah, this is the orcish area. It's not entirely abandoned, of course. But it is quieter, and there are definitely emptier homes here. Is there anything you want to do? Before you go find Finnegan. Nope. Okay. You can find Finnegan. We're not going to have to roll for that. I just really wanted to know <laughs> who found what first. And if anybody failed terribly, then half of you could get in trouble. But 11, 12, all I will say is people have seen you walking around. If anybody's like, have you seen this tiefling? They will be able to point to Finnegan. Have you seen this little fiend? They will point to Ristos. Darvin and Arnis, you're wearing masks. So people don't know your actual faces. Yeah. But they do know that you're new here. That much was obvious. And your masks are in nicer condition. People up here are wearing masks, but some of them not so great. Some of them are just like wearing them like they took the mask and like shifted it up so it's on top of their head or they shifted around so it's on the side just to get it out of the way. And there's some torches here and there, lighting. There's dim lighting. And then, of course, the central column which also glows yellow and green. Oh yeah, the masks. As far as the magical signage goes, there's very little up here. It's not something that people are really attempting to upkeep or have whoever controls that magic come up here and upkeep. There are just some like vague signs, like signs pointing towards the exits, like the different stairwells. Probably a sign pointing to like a community space which is where the community would just gather to do events or to, if there was like a health thing, like if there was a need to get a bunch of wounded people somewhere, you know, take them there. And then also assign to a doctor of some sort. Are you really hurt? Come over here. <laughs> the elven water fog will heal you slowly, but if you break your arm, that's too slow. <laughs> if someone cuts off a hand, that's not good. <laughs> The fog's not going to fix that. You need an actual physician for that. 
it's not the best doctoring up here, but someone can look after you. All right. So we're all gathered then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're in the orc section of the town. Finnegan, yeah, you do see some like historic orcish posts and carvings, kind of like little wayposts in the road or people who have carved a, a symbol of Dorlek above the door and things of that nature. Nothing that strikes you as like orcish architecture on the whole, but flavors of it here and there. All right. So we're looking for an abandoned building that we can turn into a place where we can deprogram a magically brainwashed changeling. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. In my opinion, finding a place will not be difficult. There are abandoned buildings up here. There are abandoned homes. Question is, what do you want slash need in that building to do this? Do you need a set number of rooms? Do you need a place with an attic? Again, no real basements to speak of. No, I'm but, thinking uh, the most important is a structure that looks like it's not... A structure that looks sound and is not going to be easily pr- peered into. That people are going to just kind of continue to walk by should noises happen. <laughs> Mm. Noises. Nice. <laughs> okay. Darvin or Arnis, is there anything in particular you want out of a, a building to stage this from? Mm. I would say something like out of the way, maybe. Like if there's a spot that it doesn't look like there's a lot of foot traffic or otherwise going by, like maybe there. So not on the central paths, basically. Yeah. I was going to say, you're already in the Orcish community, which is fairly well decimated and you're on the 17th level which is really poor so people aren't just coming up here for kicks so you're kind of already out of the way but if you want to make sure you're not right up on the main road all right darvin anything in particular you're looking for back exit just in case (laughs) good thinking darvin okay okay i think all three of those things here's a fun thought each of you roll a d20 just to get the quality of these three attributes. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Good times. Let's start with Finnegan, since he spoke up first. 16. Nice. Aranus. One. <laughs> and just because I said something would be easy doesn't mean it actually is. Mm. Darvin. 15. All right, all right, all right. Well, two out of three ain't bad. As far as finding a place that's easily closed up, concealed, covered, or whatnot, not going to be an issue. You're going to have to close doors, close shutters, draw makeshift curtains or whatever. But there's no gaping holes in this building. Once you close things up, people aren't going to be able to just look in. As far as having a back door goes, also, again, not a problem. The back door, hey, is functional. The back door has a lock on it, just in case you need to keep people out or keep people in for some reason. Being off the main path, being a bit more setback. Arnis, you're like, this place is great, nowhere near the main path. And then you realize you approached it from the back door. 
And when you get to the front side of the building, it's just, yeah, that main stretch. Leading from the central column to the main hub of, let's say, like the western portion of this level. I was going to say towards the center, but the central column is the center. So if we just cut that in half, like you're on the left side of a bagel, path goes right towards the middle of that. But again, this isn't a very populous area. So two out of three, not bad. What that does mean, though, is like it would be easy to get supplies up to this place. But yeah, if somebody does decide to bum rush your stronghold up here, it will not be difficult for them to do so. Going in, this is a single level home. There was food in here at one point. The cupboards have mostly been picked clean. There might be a few scraps of like old hardtack jerky, you know, road rations type stuff. But not being a well-off neighborhood to begin with, you know, these pantries were probably never full. There's only two separate rooms outside of the main entry room. One of them is a bedroom. There's an old dusty bed in there. The other is a nursery, or it was going to be. It's hard to tell if it ever got used. The main room is pretty small. There's a small kitchen space. There's a table, a couple of old creaky wooden chairs. And in the bed in that back room is the former occupant of this home. It is an orc who has fully withered. She was, it's difficult to say, but probably middle-aged. A lot of of hair, messy hair. Not a pleasant look on her face, but she seems to be the only current occupant of this home. Immediately inside the door, you do find the keys to this home as well, just in case you do want to lock up. That's good. Mm -hmm. So, you got a place. Nice. That was cheap. Okay. Uh, It only came with one dead body. (laughs) The first step is to secure the place by like you know making sure that windows and shutters are closed if there's an ability to do that like mm-hmm. entrances are locked down before we do anything else yeah i think there's only a couple of windows oh sorry a back door that's right darwin specifically said back door and i said yes there is a back door the back door is in that bedroom again not a fancy place sometimes you double up on a room awesome so is being the one with the strategic knowledge in the group. The next step, if we're going to plan a kidnapping, is to figure out the most direct but least traveled routes to this house from wherever we're going to have to come up from the lower levels. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now that moving between levels is primarily done through the stairwells along the outer walls. The central column, of course, does have that gap. If you wanted to scale that, it's not exactly inconspicuous since it glows, but there is a very narrow spiraling ledge that goes up and down the whole thing. Yeah, those are the two ways that you know about. Um, as far as any like service tunnels, service shafts, you'd have to go looking. I don't even know if they exist. The dice will tell us. Yeah, let's go looking. Okay. What do you want us to roll? I just want to know if everybody's going. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, then. This is another thing where perception, I think, would be default, but get creative. What do you got? Bef- before we do this, 
where does the back door like enter out to? Does it enter out into an alley? Does it enter out into like a yard? It's kind of like a yard space, but it's not fenced in at all. It, it's like the back space between a bunch of different houses. Uh. The houses don't all butt up like one up against the other. So it's not like a long, narrow alley with only two exits. You can get out in between some of the homes if you need to. But yeah, it's not like a main travel place. Okay. I was just trying to figure out if there was a, you know, there was a less conspicuous way for the three of us who don't live here to be coming in and out of here than the front (laughs) door. The back door is less conspicuous, yes. So let's use that. Okay. Are you doing anything with the orc in the bed? Or are you just leaving them there? (sighs) Remind me again, how many other rooms are there aside from the bedroom? There's just one other room, right? Yeah, it was a smaller room. It was set up as a nursery. Got it. All right. At this point, we can leave the orc there. I don't see a need to to move them yet. That will probably be necessary later, but not yet. Okay. So, as far as finding secret tunnels, secret paths, I do think perception is the default here. But if there's something else that you would like to use, I'm all ears. Get creative. Have we... Did we witness at any point the the underground group using any sort of written signals or anything or like markings anywhere? Uh, the Antidians? Yeah. No, we we hadn't looked for any of that. Okay. When you met them, you were just looking like, are they in uniform? And no, they weren't in uniform. Got it. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Unless unless anybody has something clever, uh, it's going to be perception. To go out and find this. I really want to find this, so I'm going to use my inspiration to help us out here, but everybody needs to roll this. Ooh, inspiration. Yeah, I was going to say, after that 11, 11, 12, more dice, the better. Oh my god. Get these ones out of the way early, honey. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh please. Please tell me there was a one. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Darvin, what'd you get? I got a 21. Ooh, like a big man Darwin with his 21. Right? Finnegan, what'd you get? I got a dirty 20. Ooh. Look at these great numbers. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know what I was doing. I was like picking my nose or something. <laughs> you were distracted by Cyril. She was just <laughs> nuzzling you and you're just like, oh, who's a good boy? Good girl. <laughs> Ryastos is up there like, Arnis, you're a god. Why... Why are we up here? Why aren't we just barging into the greenhouse? Blah, blah, blah. What did you roll, Arnis? Oh, I... Oh, my total? You want the total? I, I would the, like the, the total first. Yeah. The total is an eight. Uh-huh. Was that a one on the die? Yes. <sighs> because I was picking my nose and apparently trying to wipe it on Ristos because he was being a jerk. Gross! It's like what? wiping your, well, I was going to say like wiping your nose on your cat, but that'd be if you were doing it to Cyril instead. He's being a butt, apparently. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know what's great about being here on the 17th floor, which is like the poor and the uh, not upkept part of the city, is things like service tunnels. Maybe they were clearly labeled once when this city was first built. <laughs> but things have fallen into disrepair, especially around here in the orc community. 
And as you're traveling north-ish, things are really in disrepair. There are homes that are half collapsed. There are vines growing. There's rats skittering around. Whatever sign was once used for this tunnel is not here anymore. Darwin and Finnegan, you both spot this service tunnel, but not before Arnis blindly misses it, steps a foot forward, and finds no ground there and is about to fall. Would either of you like to try to catch Arnis before he falls into this tunnel? Yes. My, my dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I think rather than me try to catch him, I'm going to like whistle at Cyril and have her try and like reach out and like mom bite um, her leg. <laughs> okay. His leg? Yes, his leg. Sorry. <laughs> In which case, Cyril can roll. I, I suppose for Cyril, it doesn't matter the difference between strength and athletics, does it? No, because there's no, um, no proficiency, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Darvin, you can use athletics or acrobatics here if you want. You know, athletics is just trying to catch Arnis before he falls, whereas acrobatics is more about, like, deftly spinning Arnis so he just falls onto the ground and not into the hole. Yeah, that's more my thing. Also, the higher bonus. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get a roll from Darwin and Cyril. Cyril's got an 18. Darwin rolled an 8. Total? <laughs> yep. Okay. <sighs> well, you do spin Aranus around, but not changing the trajectory he is falling. Aranus, you fall. Because Cyril grabs you by the leg with her mouth, <laughs> you seemingly trip and fall and <gasps> you're just gonna take a little bit of a little bit of bludgeoning damage as you collide with the wall here. Four bludgeoning damage as just your back and your head <sighs> slam into this wall and Cyril has bitten around your lower leg and is just holding you there as you are dangling. In this service tunnel, Cyril will be so, able to pull you out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no more cool. challenge here. It's just, did Arnis fall or not? <laughs> slightly, slightly. Rystos gives a little clap like, oh, it's a good day. I'm going to punch you in the face. Right in the little tiny face. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not the one who <laughs> fell down a hole, Arnis. No, but you were mocking me and I was distracted and almost fell down a hole. Hmm, sounds more like a you problem, RS. Oh, F off. You're just damn lucky I know polymorph. <laughs> oh, that's right. I suppose you so could have done I that. So that if I fell, I wouldn't actually fall? Meh, meh, yeah. meh. Sorry, that's not Rystos going meh, meh, meh in a childish fashion. That's Scott. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm going to be annoyed as if it is Rystos. Anywho, you found this old service tunnel, and this does appear to... Mm, that's a good way to put this because these shafts are not like something that you see all throughout the place. It's a service tunnel. It's about 10 feet around, you know, 10 foot diameter has a ladder set into either side. There is a rope like hanging down next to each ladder. It's not in the best shape, but looking down, you do see that it goes like there's a little room down there. And it leads down, boom, little room, and then like a hatch set into the floor. 
All right, let's go down there and check it out. All right. This hatch has not been used in some time. It does look like it's just one of those good turn wheel latches, but age has left it rather stuck. A good wrenching or a good greasing or some other magic would probably loosen it. I'm looking to see what I can do. <laughs> Anybody else? I mean, if we want to go the greasing route, do we need to like already have supplies for that? <laughs> if you wanted to do it now, I mean, obviously you can go and try to procure supplies at any time. But if you want to explore it now, if you don't have any, I don't know how you would do that then. Unless you had the spell Grease. Is that a spell? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh. It's used to make people trip, to make people slip and fall. Oh. Probably also handy for auto mechanics. Oh. Oh, definitely. I can cast Confusion on it. (laughs) Nope, you can't confuse the hatch. Ding. I may be an idiot, but I'm not that big of an idiot. Well, okay. First, you have to animate life on the hatch, and then you can confuse it. Or animate object. Well, I can't do the first one, so... Uh, I got nothing. Can I kick it? That's all I got. Yeah, you sure can. Brute force is an option here. It might make a lot of noise, though. Is it a bad idea, though? Because it might make noise. Mm, It's only a bad idea if you fail, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be a little inconspicuous here, right? You guys think I should try? Go for it. We've got... Arnis with us who can lie to whoever shows up and tell them we're maintenance people. <laughs> All right. You know that's right. Because Cyril's very much not with us. There was no way she was climbing down that ladder. <sighs> oh. Well, if she's been shrunk down, you might be able to carry her down. If we needed to, but that's not something we want to be doing. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Darwin. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Give it a kick. Give it a good shove. This is an athletics check. This is athletics. Yeah, I don't see how this is not strength-based. Well, that wasn't great. I got an 11. No, that is not great. If you keep bashing at this thing for like 5-10 minutes, it'll work. But it will make noise. Probably not worth it. Uh, I just didn't know how concerned you were about drawing attention to yourselves. I mean, not that concerned, but not that unconcerned, right? No, we're not concerned. Really? Do you think I should keep kicking? Go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. If you want to make noise, you can make noise and open this up. It takes five, ten minutes to do so, but through lots of kicking, yeah. And it's open. Sweet. You're able to lift this hatch up, Ugh. revealing a set of stairs that lead to a darkened room below. Cool. We, we keep going. The whole idea is to find a path, so we keep going. Yep, okay. yep, 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 yep. Uh, oh, no, we've got the like glasses things on. Oh, oh, yes. Darwin and Arnis, you are wearing your masks, so you right. do have some limited dark vision here. Well, it enhances my already limited dark vision. This building that you're in is mostly stairs. There are some storage closets here or there, but it's mostly just stairwell going down until it leads to another one of these hatches. One of the benefits of being so high up on the 17th floor is that, you know, there's only one floor above you. So if it had a service tunnel at all, even... It's used for animal storage. It wasn't connected with this one, but you seem to have found one that will connect down. It's like you can use this space here to try to traverse down through the floors. From the outside, it looks like a warehouse type situation going on or like a treatment facility. But yeah, this would lead you down. 
you can keep following this down until the 13th floor, which is one of the restricted areas due to damage. And when you get down to the 13th floor, the hatch that would lead down into the next area, like that whole place is just kind of collapsed in. And then there's places here where the floors just open and you can pick your way through. So if you could get somebody up to here, you could have a path back up. Cool. So our next question, we can get down that far in this path we found now. Are there ways onto like other floors at this point, or is this just like a straight shot from 13 to 17? Like were there exits to the other floors? Yeah. 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 There were exits. I just okay. didn't talk about them since you said you were looking for a way down. Yeah. I just wanted to, I was just trying to figure out how far down we can go. Mm. This far because of damage. <laughs> cool. Now, is there a market level somewhere between 17 and 13? 16 is the open market. Perfect. Lots of good street food, people selling stuff. I believe that's where uh, Vale or Lord Goldfeather bought a crossbow. Arnus got some fancy leather armor up there. Right. Okay. What is on the 14th floor? That's the common space. That's where people need to get work done, but they don't have like their own private businesses. You just go up there and do stuff. Like, do you need to carve something? Just take a slab of rock up there and chisel it away. You know, just find a space. Think of it like a big co-working space. I guess if we want to use modern terms. Got it. Okay. So these are the two theories that I'm going to put out to the group. Theory one is we take someone from the market floor because it's going to be busier. But the negative I see to that being it's very close to the 17th floor and they're going to be looking for us there really soon. The other one would be we take someone from the open space or convince someone to come to that floor and then we can get them here and up and it buys us a little more time if they end up looking for that person. That's true. (laughs) But closer also means less struggle to get back to our base, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Well, I do feel like we've negated some of the struggle by finding this space, right? Because like between the three of us, because when we finally do this, we'll bring Cyril with us. But between the three of us, we can get, or between the four of us, we can get somebody at least to the you know floor below us, especially if they're knocked out, if we go that route. I'm less concerned about struggling with someone and more concerned about them looking for us and finding us. But that is a valid concern. If they're knocked out, they'll lose their form, right? Thanks to the... Or no, because of the elven water. Yeah. Yep. Just the fog. Right. Okay, yeah, I see. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Arnis? Honestly, Arnis is really just thinking about like having to help like carry a person potentially and like how poorly that always goes and yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can we can bring in our other muscle and go find No, I mean we can use the like we can use Cyril to like help kind of mitigate a little bit of that, right? So it's probably not it's not as bad as like Arnis thinks it's gonna be. But I think at this point it's just kinda like anxious to like, okay, let's do this and see if it's gonna work or not, or if we have to start just hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding Arnis's anxiousness, at some point Sid Finnegan's gonna be like, we're we're gonna get it done, but we can't rush it. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, an Earl Earl is only going to weigh about as much as an average person does, so you can pass out carry someone like that. <laughs> you don't have any mind control spells or, like, command or anything like that, do you? No. I still have sleep. I also have blindness, deafness. <laughs> <laughs> And let's see, Tasha City's laughter isn't going to do you much good. <laughs> no, we're looking for things that will force people to do what we want them to do. I don't have anything like that. Darvin punches him in the back of the head. Yeah, Ooh, that's I have, how, how I we... Have, wait, 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 I have power words done. <laughs> Again, helpful, but not what we want to do. <laughs> well, then I'm, I'm useless, so you do whatever you want. My fists are magic in my work. Y'all, what I'm looking for <laughs> is something that will help us make someone follow us as opposed to having to knock them out. Neither of you are helping. <laughs> to make it look like they are going with you of their own free will rather than exactly. you are kidnapping someone. I mean, I could just straight up roll persuasion and that would probably be the best thing we've got. Yeah, just like, <laughs> hey, dude, come with us. <laughs> we've got candy. <laughs> What's up, sailor? Looking for a good time? <laughs> no, we all learned. We learned back in Honey Hollow that What's Up Sailor doesn't work with this group because it ends up very uncomfortable and awkward and violent oftentimes. <laughs> that wasn't in Honey Hollow. That was in oh, Barbary. Because the other person will just say yes. And then you'll be like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> I mean, Power Word Stun will work. Because there's not a save on that. It's just if they're under 150 hit points, which, yeah, Earl is not going to have that many hit points. They do get to make a con save at the end of each of their turns to recover from it. So that would be a worry. One other clarifying question before we move on to the next phase here. Mm -hmm. So we came down the one ladder. Has everything else been primarily staircases then? Or has there been ladders also? Oh, I think in between each floor, it's a ladder. Okay. Because, yeah, it is meant for, like, service. Like, the fact that these tunnels exist at all is just a stroke of the dice. Okay. But, yeah, it's a ladder to move in between the floors because they didn't want to, you know, cut huge holes in their floors slash ceilings slash support structure. Cool. Why ever not? I don't know. All right. So, you've got a place to take somebody back to. You've got a path that is for the most part, unused. Once you actually get to the kidnapping, we can try to introduce some complications. But really, Alec, you've got those things. Now I think it sounds like you need to find an Earl. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Where are we doing that? No clue. <laughs> well, let's start on the 14th floor. And then if we don't find someone there, we'll go up to the 16th. Okay. Sounds good. The common space. Okay, the common working space. So you go up to the 14th floor, and people are just working on all sorts of different things. Some people are repairing tools, people are crafting furniture, some people are just writing in their books and ledgers, you know, diaries, theses, some people practicing for a play, little makeshift religious ceremonies, whether it's just like, you know, service or real affordable wedding ceremony up here. Nothing too dangerous, I'll say, you know. But there's people up here. People up here mostly occupied with their own work. 
is there an Earl Earl here? Well, as I said, there are dozens, if not hundreds of Earls within the city of Earl. So, yes, there's an Earl on this floor. This Earl is traveling with a pair of Olwans. These are both humans with Olwan masks on. They appear to be hmm, somewhat beefy, somewhat strong, but they don't appear to be part of the Guard or the EDU. Just a pair of Olwans. They've got their masks on, glowing yellow, stern faces. And Earl is making some random chit-chat with them. They're too far away to hear what they're talking about, but they're just walking around, and Earl is keeping an eye on what everybody's doing, just taking it in. Ah, what's happening on the 14th level today? Wonderful. Nice carving work. What's the plan? Kick him in the face. The director. All right, let's go with Darwin's fan. Kick him in the face, then. <laughs> Darwin's got the plan. Is the first plan. Let's go with it. Oh my god! No, nope. unless unless you got a plan, I don't have one yet. Mm. I, I don't mean, either. My, I was thinking maybe like wait until they go into like some place that's more secluded and see if I can cast sleep at a high level and just see if I can knock them all out long enough to get the earl and run. That's a good idea. Works for me. All right. Well, I mean, I think the issue you're going to run into is if they go inside any of the buildings here, they won't be empty, abandoned buildings. These will be like, mm, there's probably not a forge on this floor, but there are probably like, there are probably like metal working rooms where people are, you know, carving and hammering and things are flying off. So he's going into places where people are working, keeping an eye on things. He's not looking for privacy up here. But I heard something about Finnegan running a con. We could run a con. I could, or one of us could purposely get caught pickpocketing them. Maybe one of us that could run really fast and has got a pretty good <laughs> dexterity and get them to chase them into the tunnels mm. and set the trap there oh. and then knock them all out. Okay. That's cool. I, I like this plan. I like this plan. Trick them into falling into your trap. Can I add that one of us, which I guess is going to have to be Finn, should be behind them? Why is that? Well, in case pickpocket happens, Earl says, get him, and they don't all go. Yeah. Mm, mm. Like, pickpocket happens, Earl sends one, right? Then what do we do with the other two? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So here's the third. Here's what I'm going to suggest. We leave full-size Cyril at the trap, ready to support mm -hmm. Darwin. Darwin grabs the, whatever it is. That you're going to grab mm -hmm. off of the Earl, ideally. He robs Earl. Yep. And runs, because he's going to be able to outrun anybody. want to put Arnis somewhere, like, on that path, so that Arnis can come up behind, too. Right? So, like, you're watching, and if you need to, you can, like, throw a spell at him and then run to convince them further to run, and then I can be on the back end of it. And if I have to, I could run up and throw a shoulder into somebody and run, too. Because I can cast haste on myself and just, like, book it. Okay. All right, so if I have placements correctly here, we got Big Cyril mm -hmm. in the service tunnel, waiting. Mm -hmm. Going from there, we've got Arnis just kind of like chilling, waiting for things to pop off. We got Darvin getting ready to pickpocket an Earl, and then we've got Finnegan waiting to do cleanup in case not everybody gets drawn in. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like this plan. Pretty solid plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. It plays to our strengths. This is a fun, fun end. So, 
this is all going to be on Darwin then. And remember, Darwin, you want to get caught doing this pickpocketing. <laughs> so don't play subtle. Go big. Trip. Trip. So that it is obvious that you've stolen from them. Okay. Darwin, Earl is walking around with these pair of Ulwans, having a little chat. He seems to be enjoying himself. The two Ulwans, it's kind of hard to say. You can't see their faces. But it's not like they're kicking the ground or like rolling their heads back in exasperation. They seem interested, as far as you can tell. So it's really up to you whenever you want to go up there and rob him. There definitely is a role here. I will say this. this oh, sorry. This is my thought. You rush him. You roll sleight of hand. It will be obvious that you tried to steal from him. But do you actually get something from him or not? Mm. And how well, how quickly do you get away? We can do that all in a single. Okay. What do you want to try to steal from him? Does he have... Is there anything immediate that I could grab? No, that's too obvious. Mm. Has to be a pickpockety type thing, huh? He's got rings. He's definitely got a coin purse like, on his waist. He's got a hat on. Really nice hat. If you want to steal that. Ooh. Hat off the top of his head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He's got a fancy jeweled dagger as well. I gotta go for the hat. It's a great idea. Going for the hat. All right. There's a feather in this hat. Not like big and poofy. If this works, I'm keeping the hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In which case, you can tell me what this hat looks like when you're wearing it. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that it is a nice hat and there is at least one feather in it. Beyond that, though, your call, since this might be your new piece of item, your new piece of clothing. All right. Whenever you're ready, Darwin. Slide a hand. No time like the present. One second. Slide of hand. I got a dirty 20. Oh, you got that hat. Nice. <laughs> Darwin, you rush up. You snatch the hat from his head. He sees you. You'll want to see you. Are you stopping to mock at all, or is it just run? Ooh, I'm going to mock a little bit. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> um, maybe I like I put it on my head for a second, and then I look just to make sure he sees me, and then I take it off again. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he sees you. He's upset. <laughs> he does not like being stolen from. And he says, like, what are you doing? Get my head! And the three of them take off after you. Beautiful. Earl Earl is the fastest of the three because he's not weighed down by any armor or anything, but right on his heels are the two old wands. You can easily outrun them. I do. <laughs> okay. As Darwin is leading them to the service tunnel, Finnegan, Arnus, what are you doing? I'm just trying to keep up without looking like I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> okay. I think they're too distracted by Darwin. I don't think you need to roll here. You can roll stealth if you don't want it to be obvious to other people around here that you're chasing after them. I'll make the roll just to just to see here. Okay. Oh, with a whole plus one. Mm -hmm. Which is a 16. Hey, nice. Yeah, people are too preoccupied with their own work. They heard an Earl shout, but they're like, mm, whatever. You know, he's got those old ones with him. They'll take care of whatever it is. People are working. You're following. 
Arnis, what about you? Oh, I guess I see them all coming and I kind of I, I I kind of start to like go that direction, right? Because I was like the closest person stationed to the like tunnel. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, here they all come. I should start moving at a slightly faster than walking pace. Let me just uh-huh. do that really quick. <laughs> all right. No worries. No worries. You're closer and you were in between them, so I don't think you need to make any extra roll here for this. And you haven't spent the night here yet, so this Earl would not recognize you based on what the other Earl saw. So as far as he knows, you're all strangers. And Darwin slash Darwin Olwan is a jerk. So Darwin, running right into the service tunnel, or are you making any stops or taunts along the way? Yeah, we'll stop a little along the way just to make sure they're following. I love it. You're so fast. You can just like stop for a moment. Hey. And continue on. Yeah. Yeah. They're continuing on. They are following you. Cool. Then I'm just going to keep running. No verbal taunt or anything. Okay. Are you going into the tunnel? Yes. All right. You rush into the service tunnel. You can hear Earl say, like, we got him now. And motions for them to keep following you. As they get to the door, Earl's going to stop and let the old ones go in first, and he will follow in behind them. It is darker in here, but also it's less of a controlled situation eh, for him anyways. So upon entering this area, Darvin, is there anything that you do to them, or are you letting Cyril take over here? I want to let Cyril take over. Is there anywhere I could like sort of jump or maneuver out of the way so Cyril can stand next take to over? Cyril? She's more effective if you're standing next to her. Okay. Oh. (laughs) In that case, I will stand next to Cyril and look imposing. The Pactics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can rush over. You could stand like right behind Cyril if you wanted to have a little bit of a Drake barrier. And cross my arms while wearing the hat imposingly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the funnest thing we've done in a while. This is pretty fun. It makes me happy. All right. <laughs> Finnegan and Arnis, you just saw Darvin lure Earl Earl and a pair of human Ulwans into this service tunnel area. Finnegan, what's Cyril going to do? Cyril's whole, whole bit right now is to hold there and wait for everybody to get in. So she's just going to growl menacingly and wait for them to make the first attack because the intention is that you know, we want everybody in the room. All right, Cyril starts growling menacingly. And Darvin, you hear and see the three of them like, oh, shoot, back up a little bit and bump into the wall. So right now, Earl Earl is pressed in between the wall and his two old ones. And they immediately turn to the door. Like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't be here. And we just let the man leave with the hat. Arnis and Finnegan. Finnegan's planning on running right into that room. Arnis is going to get there first. Yeah, I was planning on, like, if they're if they're starting to back out the door, can I be, like, at the door? Uh, absolutely, you can. Okay, in which case then, like, they're basically, like, backing into me, and so I just want to go, hello, and cast sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to close the door behind you? Isn't Finnegan coming in behind me? Or should I close the door first? I, I don't know. Are you going to wait for Finnegan to come in? Or is you just doing it right away? Nah, I guess I'll, cl- I'll close the door and then Finn can open it again. 
I'll close it. Hi, Kessley. I think as soon as they see you, they realize this is an ambush. And Earl Earl says, not like stop them, but protect me. Yeah, he says, protect me. And these two guys pull out swords. They're not great swords. Sorry, they are not good quality swords. They're also not great swords. <laughs> these are blunted swords. These are these are cosplayers, LARPers swords, <laughs> basically. Because being an Ulan, you don't necessarily walk around with a real weapon, but you have things for show. So they pull these out, and it sounds like we need to roll some initiative here, just to see how well this goes. So let's go. Mm. They're on their heels. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Is that another one? Yeah! Okay, that's three <laughs> ones in a roll. <laughs> oh my god. Ay ay ay, Aranis. The heck is going on? What's going on is I haven't actually rolled a crit fail in like weeks. And so they're all coming up now. All right. Apparently. Aranis, what does that make your initiative? Oh, sorry. Total. Mm hmm. It makes it a five. Okay. Darwin, what'd you get? 17. Finn? 12. Uh, Cyril? Sorry. 12, just right, right after. after. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot how that works for a moment, and then I remembered immediately. All right. Darvin, you will be the first to act. Arn is bust in, and he's being all cocky. Earl immediately calls for the old ones to defend him, and they pull out these blunted swords. What do you want to do? Are they addressing Arnus? Are they like... One is looking at Arnus, the other is facing off towards Cyril. Okay, I don't want to... I don't want to actually attack, but I want to try and get their attention back toward me. Oh. If I can, by like, you know, gymnasticking around as much as possible. Monkeying around, rather. Matrixing around to the fullest degree I can. You know what I mean. Okay. Okay. Just do some crazy jumps and twists and stuff if there's room. There's enough room. There's a staircase that doesn't have any sort of railings on it. Not OSHA approved. So you can like go up there. Like you can off that wall, up those steps, like around them. Perfect. You can get fancy if you want. Do you just want this to be showy or do you want this to seem dangerous to them? Really just showy. I'm just trying to get their attention. Okay. Well, this could just be an acrobatics check. Cool. This is a distraction, basically. So go ahead and roll that. Got a 19. Oh, you're very distracting, Darwin, especially with your new hat. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Earl's like, careful, don't hit the hat. I want it back. <laughs> they are effectively distracted. Mechanically, what does that mean? Let's say this is just a really fancy help action. Any attacks made against these three will have advantage at the moment because they are so distracted by your capering. Nice. Very well done, Darb. All right. Finnegan. Well. Catch up. Arnis is standing there in the door. And these two old ones have drawn these swords. You can get in if you want. I mean, there's room for you to, like, slink in right behind Aranis and go to the side. That is exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Do you want to shut the door behind you? Yes. I'm going to shut the door. And I'm... If you'll allow it, I'd like to cast Ray of Frost on it to try and freeze it shut. Freeze the door shut. Let's see here. It does reduce speed, so there is, like, a freezing amount to it. Um, all right. 
When you cast Roll Arcana, let's see, like, focusing the energy and focusing the cold on... I like that. ...the mechanism itself, like, or the hinges themselves, just to latch things up. That is a 26 total. Yeah. The door's not locked, but it's not just going to swing open now. It's going to take some doing. Some oomph, a kick, a tossed body, a raging drake. But sure. Remind me, Finnegan, you've got dark vision, yes? Oh, yes. And Cyril as well? Yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, let me double check. I think so. Okay. Well, the masks are glowing, so there is, like, dim light all right here. So Cyril can still see them, but it's low light conditions right now. And it is Cyril's turn. It's going to be one second. Okay. I know blue drakes naturally have dark vision, but since this is a built creature, they may not have There's that weird yet. stuff, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're special animals. I'm not seeing any notation about it. So I would say the fair answer is probably unlikely. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter because yeah. even if it's not bright enough, she would have advantage because she's right next to Darwin. So. And advantage from Darwin's capering about. So just regular roll, then no advantage? That's a good question. Trying to remember if this actually has like a mechanical, lightly obscured, I guess is the best we can do here. Does not affect attacks. So no, you'd still have advantage there. Cool. All right. At least not that I can see. If I'm wrong, I don't care. All right. <laughs> Gonna pick an old one. Okay. Ooh, and that is a crit. Okay. Go ahead. Deal some Way damage. The tail slam. Nine on the first attack. Even with double dice damage? Yeah, I rolled a four and a one. Ah, uh, okay. And then second attack. Oh, and that is a pair of fives for a total of 14. Yeah, that'll hit. This is not real plate armor that they're wearing. <laughs> Would you say it's play armor? Ha 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 ha. Six damage. Okay. A couple of strong hits. Definitely took this guy off guard. Arnest, despite rolling as low as you possibly could, you're still faster than these three. What do you want to do? I would like to continue with the plan, and I would like to cast sleep. Okay. What level? I am going to... Oh. Okay. Here's what I would like to do, because I'm realizing we're in kind of a tight space here, and mm -hmm. sleep doesn't allow you to choose targets. Mm-hmm. But it does start with lowest hit points first, which means, theoretically, these three are going to go before us anyway. Pretty solid but, chance of that. But, if you'll allow it, in addition to just, like, pumping up the spells level, I would like to use divine charges uh -oh. to be able to exclude people. Hmm. Hmm. I see, I see. Like, uh... That's was it a sorcerer ability? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Careful casting or mm-hmm. Let me just take a quick careful spell. See, for sorcerers, they spend a sorcery point and they can choose a number of creatures up to their charisma modifier who automatically succeed on the saving throw. It doesn't protect them a hundred percent, so it's a little bit different. Okay, where's sleep? Let me get back to sleep. Because there is no saving throw with this, is there? Mm-hmm. No. 
Okay. Because it's kind of a crapshoot of if they fall asleep or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In which case, I will say spend a charge for each person you want to protect. Sorry, for each creature you want to protect. I can wake up Cyril psychically. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. So if okay. you'll allow it, like I would just like to make it you and Darwin. And yourself. You are a creature within range. All right. Fine. The way your luck is going. Yeah, that's fair. You would have to roll so incredibly high to affect yourself. How much health are you at right now, Arnis? Uh, 89. Yeah, okay. I took this. Cyril has 134. <laughs> Cyril's going to be good. All right. How many charges are you spending, Arnis? I'm going to spend three because I just... <sighs> my okay. luck is awful today, so... All right. I'm going to make it so I don't fall asleep. The three of you are protected from the effects of sleep for this casting of it. What level are you casting this at? It is normally a level one. I get two extra D8s for every level. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go really kind of obscene. I was planning on casting it at level five. (laughs) Okay. So adding an additional eight D8. Yep. So that comes to 13d8. Yep. I'm going to right, go do for some it. math. Okay. Oh, are you ready? I am. It took less time than I was expecting, which is that's good. That means I'm better at math than I Arnis, what'd you roll? 67. 67. Okay. Let me... Do some math here of my own. Okay. Arnis, you cast sleep. A little bit of a lullaby. Earl Earl passes out. The old one that Cyril attacked passes out. Thud. Right on top of Earl. The third old one shakes his head a little bit. Does not fall asleep. I'll call two out of three a win. Okay. Put some Z's on that old one. Put some Z's on that Earl. All right. So, anything else, Arnis? No, that's my whole turn. Okay. It is this Ulwan's turn, this human Ulwan, who hears his two companions pass out, turns and looks. Aw, crap. Looks to where the door is, sees that's shut. Aw, crap. And he says, attacking an Earl can have you tried for treason. If you walk away now, no harm, little harm, no foul. This doesn't have to go anywhere. But nervous, a little bit of shaking. He is not a guard. Cannot stress that enough. He plays at being a guard and has not faced actual combat like this. So he's trying to use logic here. Would anybody like to respond? Who's next in the order? Because I'm not saying anything. Darvin will be next, but... I'm, I'm not saying anything. <clears throat> There's part of me that wants to, and then part of me that just wants to let Darvin punch him. Which part wins? It's usually the talking part that wins. not really sure what to say, though. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to give Darvin a little nod, like, go for it. <laughs> punch him. <laughs> Well, he's going to do something. He's just offering that up first, but nobody's going to respond. 
Is anyone still standing in front of the door? I would be because I just froze it. Oh, that's right. You did just. Oh, shit. I don't. I, there's there's three of you plus Cyril. I, I don't know. Who would he want to attack? Um, the one who debilitated the Earl, obviously. <laughs> Arnis, he's coming for you. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> he's going to make two attacks with his blunted sword. Ooh, I don't think either of those are going to hit. Does a 12 hit? Nope. Then neither of those hit. Yeah, he really hasn't done combat before. These are just like big, awkward, like theatrical swings, like telegraphed to all hell. And very easy to step out of the way from. Very easy to dodge. And he's like nervously like moving his sword around, like holding it in front of him side to side, like trying to keep it between y'all and him. And he's like standing in front of the Earl right now. Darvin, what do you want to do? I guess I'm punching this guy. All right, go ahead and hit him. Got a 19. Yeah, that's going to hit. 11 damage. Okay. He's still up. I guess I'm punching him again. All right. More than a 19. More than a hit, then. 22. There we go. I can't match. (laughs) Also 11 damage. All right, all right. He is not looking good. He's swaying. That's only two attacks. You've got at least one more in you. You could flurry and do two more. Use it because we want to get this guy out as fast as possible. Okay, sure. So what you doing? Sure, we could flurry and get two more attacks. All right. Okay, first, second attack. Ooh, that's only a 13. 13's not going to quite hit. Okay. Last punch, then. Mm-hmm. It's a 16. That hits. Nice. 11 damage. <laughs> yeah. Where do you hit him to knock him out? Mm, like the stomach-ish area. Okay. Big gut hit. Down he goes. <clears throat> And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.